With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nuggets burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. to the Royal Blue Podcast in association with Sport Pacer. Uh, it's myself, the Everson reporter, Phil Kirkbride, and two gentlemen to my left, Kevin Buckland, and the return of Scotty. Welcome back, Tony. Have you been Successful week, Cheltenham-wise? Um, let's say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the missus listens in, oh, just in case. Also, I can say when I saw him on Friday, he was having a very enjoyable time. <laughs> Well, it was a successful weekend, of course, for Everton after a 2-1 victory at Stoke. Um, hard fought, mainly heavy weather at, at times. In heavy weather, it must be said, but uh, a bit of Turkish delight at the end where our new centre-forward, Jenk Tosin, came up with the goods. Um, chaps, uh, there's only one place to start, and that is Mr Tosin, red hot, in form, Jenk Tosin. Gav, how impressed were you with his finishes, and you know, in particular the second one? Finishes, yeah. Um, showed you what we've missed all all season with but Lukaku. I mean, to be fair, I couldn't see Lukaku score on the second one. <laughs> I mean, it was very... You know, yeah. 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 Um, what I like about Tosin, well, a couple of things is, I mean, I still think... Of course, I'd let him off a little bit on, on Saturday because of the conditions, but, you know, I think it's some of his joined-up play can be a little bit better than what it was on Saturday in his first touch. But he does, you know... In, in, in those conditions, you know, that second goal I thought was tremendous given the state of the game. Um, and I was, you can't argue, I mean, we said last week, didn't we, that his first two goals were two completely different goals, and, and certainly that one on the third and fourth goals in this run, different goals as well. And um, match winning strike is a few and far between. If he carries on like this, then hopefully you'll fit into that category between now and the end of the season. So as Gav mentions there, he's, he's you know he's stuff outside the box. He's not his major strength and would need work. But his forte, his strength in the box, and Everton look do they look like they've got an instinctive goalkeeper as Sam Allardyce said after somebody who looks like a natural born finisher. I think that's what it's a it's a bit like what might have been, isn't it? At the start of the season, like who knows where we would have been if we would have had James Tolson at the start of August, so to speak, to start the season off, and. It's it's one of them. He's coming in January, hasn't he? And he? He's done well considering you look at other strikers who haven't got the gra- hit the ground running, so to speak. And he's put himself about. What I speaking to you just, just shortly before, and a mate of mine 
he's a Ferrabati fan but when Everton were linked with Jane Tolson straight away I said what's he like he watches obviously a lot of Turkish football and he said listen I said he's just a centre forward that scores goals you're not going to get anything else from him for you he's not going to chase he said he'll try his best he said he couldn't play for Chelsea or Man United where you're having to link up with a number 10 he said he's not that type of striker he said forget about that he's in the ilk of a van this put them on the box he'll score and that's it he said he could reasonably be on the bench for three to four games because he's not bringing anything else to the table because if he doesn't score he's not doing much else yeah. which you can't fault the lads effort he's just not bringing anything else to the table so I think everyone have got to legislate for listen if he's doing not enough to an hour and he hasn't scored a goal or he doesn't look sharp you might have to roll him off and then bring him the ass on to another, another channel so to speak because you look at to become a quality striker in the Premier League, you've got to become the complete package, so to speak. Now, to be, you're looking at Vardy now, aren't you? And the type of striker they're going to be linked with in the summer. Obviously, Vardy brings everything to the table. It's in Deb, he's got quality. He can edge, he can shoot, he's got pace. He can link up play quite easy. Them types of strikers are few and far between where we've just got. I hate to say it like dare I say just an out and out goal scorer, but if he doesn't score in games, he's not bringing much else to the table, is he? Gav. Go on, mate. You want I know to I think he's a little bit better than that. I wouldn't say he's totally... He's not like, say, Michael Owen or somebody like that. Who's I don't just, think he's just, just a specialist finisher. I think he's got a bit more to his play. Albeit, as you say, so I don't think he's like... He's not going to be like a, you know, an, an all-round centre-forward like, like they should play these days. So I do think he's a bit better. But you said there that, you know, if he's not contributing for an hour, then take him off. But actually... If you've got a match up on goal scorer, just keep on the pitch just for that eventuality. Like say on Saturday. Yeah, but on Saturday it was nil nil, wasn't it? After six, oh, I can't remember after sixty minutes or whatever, like this ended up scoring two. So is is the thing is just keep him on the pitch. If he if he's if that's his forte, that he can well, it depends on what you're creating. If you yeah. play if you play Man United away, Chelsea away, City yeah. away and he's up front on his own he's not bringing any he's not going to let go of the number yeah, 10 I get that so yeah, he knows yeah, he's yeah, playing yeah. in the ass and run the challenge yeah, yeah, whereas in, you're not creating much he's not going to do much else is he yeah, yeah. In, it's probably suiting him that in hindsight we've got Balassi and Walcott throwing crosses in the box and it's, it, it's perfect for him do you know what I mean but if we didn't have them types of players at the moment, if we had the Morales and Balassi still injured yeah, yeah. Well, he wouldn't be doing much else was he yeah. Gav me and Tony were just chatting before, before you arrived and we said we wonder whether, not through any sort of particular design or, or major planning, but has Tosin's arrival and the fact that he's now up to speed and the fact that Sam looks like he's going to play him every week, is that actually working at a double effect? Not only have we got that fox in the box who looks like he's got the predatory yeah, instinct yeah. in the area, yeah. but also because of everything we've just spoke about, the fact that he's not in that Lukaku mould of you can't just pump it down the channels and he'll take on two and buy yeah. He's actually making asking more of Walcott, Balassi, Rooney, Davis, etc. And therefore, he's actually going to bring them on for the rest, the rest of the season because they've actually got to work harder and the more of the onus is on them. Yeah, absolutely. I still don't think he's 100% fit, by the way. Right. So when he sets the imagination. Mm. I, think, I don't think he can. He could be. Good pre season will do him yeah, well. I don't think he's saying 100% until the next year. He's probably operating only on 80 or 90% yeah. at the moment. Both in terms of his like sort of physical fitness, but his match fitness in terms of being able to fit in with the team. But going back to your point, absolutely, uh, I think you picked up on that about that we can feel about the need to get balls into the box a lot better um, than what we we have been doing. I'll be on on Saturday. You mentioned Balassi there, mm-hmm. who who I thought the last two games has been poor, but 
the one thing we said about Blasi last season, you can be look utterly banal, can't you, for mm. 85 minutes of the game. You can do really stupid things, yeah. but you know at some point you're in the game, you'll provide that bit of quality. And the last two games, he's done nothing apart from provide two crosses <laughs> yeah. that resulted yeah. in goals in, in both games. And I think... You know, you you'll get that from you will get that from Blasi, but he needs to do more. Theo, yeah, absolutely. But we know Theo's got a little bit more in his locker. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think that's the same with with Sigurdsson being mm. alpha, however long. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> he's he's alpha alpha yeah, yeah. I won't mention how long we think he's got the alpha. Uh, that's that's the same for me as having yes. that somebody you know mm. we can play him in. And I I think compared with Lukaku. They're different players, but the one thing he is, as you say, head of Lukaku in is his general making space for himself in the box. He's got cleverness. to be better than yeah, 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 yeah. it would become easier for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think so that making space for himself in the box, and I think that if you had like a, a number 10 or whatever you would call it, just behind him, I think that you know, you'd get the best of him. But, um, but in short, answer to your question, yes. <laughs> well, just one brief thing I'd like to say about Tosin as well. He seems very likeable character yes. within the group because you can see when he scores, a lot of the players have got a lot of time for him. You see him being just hugging him for after that whistle for a while and classing him. And he, a lot of the players were surrounding him and made up for him and he's done well there. And even when he scores, you get like seven or eight players who are hugging him and surrounding him, waiting. It was chalk and cheese when Lukaku used to score. You get one or two just tapping him on the shoulder, and he'd, he'd look a bit strange. You know what I mean? When I'm looking at him scoring, and he seems mm. a very likable character. And obviously, the lads like him a lot, don't they? And obviously, you revealed in a uh, interview with the Turkish newspaper, which we picked up and carried yesterday. Um, he travels into training with Klassen. They're, they're good mates. So that's interesting, anyway. But he also revealed, interestingly enough, that he came very close to joining Palace in the summer. Yeah, ninety percent. He said the deal last before. summer was done. Yeah, yeah. So Sam had gone, but yeah. obviously Sam had probably done some of the groundwork. Yeah, yeah. It was the last ever player to nearly join Palace and come to Everton. Tim Cahill won it. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah. He scores after all those Cahills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's an interesting uh, little thing. And how Kendall made joined Palace as manager, didn't he, before he joined Kevin? So uh, good track record there. So here's one for uh, two of our podcast stalwarts. <laughs> Wayne Rooney has 10 league goals this season. Jenk yeah. Tosin already has four. Seven yeah. games left. Can Jenk catch him? There's a possibility because Rooney's not. Off the pens. Yeah. So there's a, a good chance of that. <laughs> and we're really now playing. Might be on it. Yeah, we're really now being. Sometimes he's going to be playing in a defensive midfield role, playing a lot deeper. I think there's a chance. If we get these two games out the way, well, we're not going to be creating a lot, lot of chances, are we? Let's look at the let's look at them face value. The, the opposition that we're playing against. We're not going to be seeing a lot of the ball, and this is where my argument may get backed up with what I was trying to say before we're going to be playing against City and Liverpool the next two games we're not going to be seeing I don't think we've got time for us to centre forward just staying up there waiting for the ball to cross into and relying on a chance we're not going to see we may need and they ask to start up and just and I hate to say it but in terms of quality what we've got we're going to have to just knock it long and run the channels and chance of support just briefly interject and we'll talk about City and absolutely but I just wonder in those games what have we got to lose at this point I just wonder whether I maybe would lean towards Gavin and go, you know what, keep him on the pitch. Well, I, I get that, but I don't think Alan Dice would think like that. No, he yeah, would yeah, think, yeah, listen, yeah. I can't afford two thrashings yes. here. Look, Baz on my CV. Yeah, if yeah. I've got any any slim aspirations of this job in the summer, 
I don't want to be having a 5 1 or a 4 0 in a derby at home on my CV. Yeah, yeah, I actually want 5 1 or 4 <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, but it begs the question then would you play 4 4 2, whatever? Like, I mean, the one thing from Sassy, which I think which is linked to this conversation, is what do we think of the Tom Davis role on, on Saturday? In I'm, not, I'm not sure on this form at the moment. I, I think he's been really poor of late. In really that role, so I, yeah, I think I think Tom, in terms of someone you can bring energy, maybe from deeper to link, maybe is sort of the ten. Maybe doesn't quite suit him at this point. Maybe yeah. he doesn't quite at this stage have the craft or yeah. the guile to really make yeah. an impact. But so, certainly, I I feel that he has come over a, a really difficult spell, and his form's going to fluctuate. He's a young, yeah, young yeah. lad, um, but I felt that maybe. Maybe the more advanced of a, of the of a second three and a four three three or something. Yeah. Tom, that's where Tom for me kind of comes into his own. That's a, a deeper runner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think he's been giving the ball away a lot lately? I've I think, been, and it's not like him. I don't. He's only very astute with the ball and clever, and yet he'll take a gamble. He may lose it, but even basic passes from a couple of yards, and he seems. I think he looks. To be overthinking a lot possibly of passes, is, possibly, is. but that's always uh, inexperience and obviously yeah, dropping form. He's, well, he's been in and out of the team a lot, and he probably feels that if he gets an opportunity, he's got to make a count. Yeah, yeah. And, where, and where last season the shackles were off a little bit. Yeah, yeah there's no pressure. Uh, yeah, and I think you know that's as we've said. Yeah, on this podcast, mm. you know, so it's a learning season for Tom. Yeah. I think every young player, apart from like if you're Wayne Rooney or of, of that ilk, always has that. Natural developments where you come in and it's completely natural and everything's mm, yeah. going for it, and it actually have a bit of a of a of a, of a, a slack period, and then that's when you overthink about you overthink about things too much mm. and think every young player I've seen apart from one or two yeah. like just don't need to do that. Always goes through that that really for the first time probably in their football yeah. career you've got to like yeah. think about about it a bit more, and 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 I think I think Tom would be all right at all. So, I thought he, he's come over there. I, I thought he was n- not great on Saturday. And he, sp- he, he appeared to like the snow because he spent most of the time lying down. <laughs> <in there. laughs> I think that that sort of dip he's had. I think he's come out of that a little bit. Yeah. And there's been signs over the last four or five games. Where mm. been, to be fair, one of our better players. Uh, if you're over that period, and I think uh, I look forward to seeing him. You know, the rest of the season, the next season, hopefully, um, you know, developing a lot more. To answer your question, Phil, I think really will be Evans top score at the end of the okay. season. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got Gav, ten. Who's the nearest? Nearest six. Six or seven, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he'd be top score. Gav quickly. Do you think Tolson can do it? Uh, 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 a yellow of its type into the season. Yeah. Well, well I said, what would be great if he does. Oh, yeah. It'd be great. You know, uh, it'll say a lot for our strikers. They're all over centre forward. Junior's in January. Yeah, he's out. Yellow of its type. I think. Yeah, yeah. Campbell did. Yeah, yeah. So there's a bit of previous there. No, it'd be. But it's an option, and I think. Gav just doesn't want Rooney to be good. No, 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 no. We'll eat it, we'll eat it. I'm only in the last one. I'm only in the last one. We've got a pod plan. No, but seriously, good last few weeks, but I'll be interested to see if Tony's had spot on. Next two games, yeah. interested to see how he plays against. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be playing against Van Dijk and Kukli. That'll bring the best out of him. Good point well made. Right, so we're rattling through topics today. We're keeping this lean and mean. Um, so we mentioned the next two games. Well, the seven games to go in total. Everton, perhaps buried in the uh, snowstorm of Stoke a little bit, was they reached 40 points on Saturday. Yeah. The magic for Get the party poppers out. Mm-hmm. Um, how many points now between the end of the season, seven games to go, a variety of challenges, home and away, how many points do you think 
we're going to end up with? May yeah. 50 something. Okay. Uh, I can see. What have we got left? Seven. I'll tell you the fixtures. City at home, Liverpool at home, Swansea away, Newcastle at home, Huddersfield away, Southampton at home, and then oh, West Ham away. I think some of them will depend on the last five games, depends on whether those teams are in or out of the, the, the zone. But I, I just. You know, I mean, those, I those five teams are, are all. I'd yeah. be surprised if any of them were, were safe. Just, that point just say City and Liverpool have got draw both their games, haven't we? The away games and those yeah. two fixtures, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. They might have other things on their horizon, dare I say. Imagine taking four points off City and four points off Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be typical. <laughs> but I think I've seen a reason why those seven games where we couldn't end up with something like 1 4, 2 1, lost to mm. quite easily. Yeah. Uh, I've seen on the road this season though. <laughs> but we've got to win and you know, the score will look up to his face he's us to win all kinds of away games and we've won two all season well yeah so what we've got we've won another he's expecting us to win three of the last six but why not three of the last four you say how many ways have we got Phil uh, Swansea away Huddersfield away West yeah, Ham so away so we've got three away yeah easy. so after the way that have this season you're expecting us to win the last four ways no I'm saying win four Four, four, oh, four, 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 seven. Okay. So home games in Newcastle, Southampton as well as yeah, so we can easily. I think we did the two home games, yeah. But away from home, what's shocking. So go on. So if you think we're beating Newcastle, Southampton at home, City, and Liverpool could be anything. We're on forty points now. What do you think we'll finish with? Just below, uh, I'd say forty-nine. Okay. 49 points something around that this is interesting it's Scotty Beth no I'm just thinking listen I'm just going on the basis of what I've seen this season yeah, yeah. I don't expect so us to pull it this is a bit of a turn up for the books here they need the big positive I know this is, this is like, yeah. interestingly 49 and Gav's prediction of what maybe 50 52, 52. yeah easy again that would have been good enough for eighth last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that shows the uh, well, you know, the, the awfulness of like yes. the seven. No, obviously, outside we finished with sixty-one, finished seventh, and then the nearest is forty-six, eighth, forty-six was ninth as well. Yeah, forty-five, tenth, and eleventh, forty-four, twelfth. Yeah, and and I think, but I do think we. Mm. I, I just kept him. You know, I would say this. Alan Capesley said years ago, like when he was a chap, and if you win. If you're not in like the real upper echelons of the Premier League, if you win two Premier League games on the spin, mm. you can make it like a really big difference to your season. Now I know we've got two high games coming up, yeah, but yeah. I think that just gives us a little bit of a platform to build on. Because you know, we've got like Balassi and Walcott back on the team, we've got like a reasonably set up back four in the short term. We've got hopefully, you know, Cheng Tosin will carry on a score and form and I think we just built ourselves over the last couple of games are they not like necessarily playing absolutely brilliant it's a little bit of a of, of, a, of, a, of a platform to, to, to take forward and, 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 and get like you know as I say maybe easily capable of getting 12-13 points in the last 7 games and it won't disguise any of the, the complete I wouldn't say shambles this season but it's been close to as we know it won't, won't disguise any of that but it'd be good I always like to think that if you finish the season well, it, it sets you up for the following year. But like, I've done my last manager's replacement. Well, well, okay, yeah, okay, but the players are thinking like that. Yeah, the players are going. Listen, we're new regime, new manager, new training, every new players. They will be yeah. thinking, oh, we finished the back end of last season quite well. They yeah. think we're on our toes. I get that, but it always. I know what you're saying. I mean, 
I think to the fans, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? We finished the season strongly, so we should be kicking on. But yeah, and I get that from a player perspective. It just gives a better feel around the place. I mean, I assume there is a new manager there, by the way. But you know, like last season, like we'd finished the season awfully, didn't we? We took that sort of that sort of slackness into the new campaign. Yeah, and I think if. We finish it, but there's an interesting question on about the manager, isn't it? But we won't go there for this. this that's for another pod. That's for another pod. But go on. A, a confident finish. Go on, so. What well, I'm saying, looking at them fixtures, yeah, yeah. just um, spun to be mine then. Out of them, yeah. you've got, you've play, you're playing two teams where one team's going to win the league. So they'd be look, they'd be, City will be looking to 100% nail us because they want to win the league against Man United is that, is that their next game that's their next it game is, yes, 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 so they can win the league against Man United so they will ultimately want to bury us yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% and then Liverpool will be going for fourth play obviously Champions League so the pressure's on them the rest are all fighting to save their lives yeah, I'm just saying I'm, so, saying, I'm just saying the opposition yeah, because we're in Everton's favour by the way because Everton there's no pressure on Everton and the teams were playing I'll have enormous amount of pressure on them. Yeah, yeah, for, I get that. For either reason. It's a bit like Swansea last year. We played them in early May, didn't we? They, they needed yeah. to win, didn't we? We were absolutely off. I wanted to go down there and the performance was a disgrace. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just said, they had nothing to play for. Yeah, it's it's flops around. I've, I've been a reporter for over three, three and a half years now and I must have written more times than I care to end of the season go through emotions but the players have got their futures to play for and yeah. surely the same applies. Yeah. I, I, I get that point, Phil, but... Professionally, I totally agree with what you're saying, yeah. but I don't think players think like that. They'd be thinking, I'll guarantee, you know, when it comes to like, no, I can't obviously guarantee, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying in my mind, if the players, there'll be a couple of Everton players in that dressing room looking toward the bottom end of them fixing, be going, I cannot wait for this season to, all, to be over. And when I beat the next week with the lads, I'm in a couple of stag dues, new manager coming in in the summer, and then I'll pull my finger out. They won't be thinking, let's finish this season strongly. I guarantee there's players out there that have a mindset of get through this yeah. season, new manager, new regime, and then I'll have a go pre season fully fit. Gavin's Tony right? I'm not just picking on Evan, I think more than actually footballers think. We've obviously got an insight into footballers that I haven't got, but I know. <laughs> no, there is, there is. We'll be within, I, I get what you're saying, we're in that sort of not getting allegated, maybe, maybe, you know. Not gonna even get in the Europa League, you know. But yeah, sorry, God, I, I just, I just think, I just think that I just feel a little bit of a change in emphasis over because we won these last two games. But sorry, just the, the mindset of these Everton players okay. this season. When they knew Keenan was going down to okay. us, when they knew Unsworth was going down to okay, us. Okay, then. Interesting. When you know, manager, look at that start man up then on 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 Saturday. Walcott new to the club, yeah. something to prove. Tosin new to the club, something to prove. Yannick. I'm sure having spent a, a year being injured is not going to waste the opportunity to play a few games. Yeah. Wayne, you don't be a professional for 16 years yeah, at the top level. Yeah, I, I agree. Same just goes for Leighton Bain, same goes for Seamus Coleman, same goes to Phil Jagielka. You've got Michael Keane, who probably has got one eye on the World Cup, who probably doesn't want to be an Evans Well, yeah, but he still, he still played on Saturday, didn't mm. he? You know, he he want to prove himself. You've got the goalkeeper who wants to prove himself. So out of that sort of Evan lineup on Saturday, um, you know, we throw Tom Davidson. Still got to prove himself, as we just said. I, I know what you're saying as individuals, and there's probably one when there's an insecurity this season. They've proved they back my argument up. But when they know when there's an insecurity about the manager, they have not performed, and that's my argument. I can back that up with 
results and performances. Yeah. When they knew Cumin was, they knew it was. They weren't performing. I think when they knew Unsworth was going, they weren't performing. So it's actually it's a question a little bit more sort of minutiae. Is, is it within individual games? So it's a question more about when the going gets tough, when we've got one down against Swansea away from home. Is that when we find out if they if they care enough? Yeah. Rather than just going into the last seven yeah, games, going, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't really care. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. looking at what Tony's saying about individual players, and, and, and I'm sure there are players around the club, and without naming names, but I'm sure we can name a few of them. We've got that, that attitude. You're actually probably nowhere near the team at the moment, which is quite you know comforting. But of them players, I name, and like when you see their careers, and, and also the fact that two of them have come back from significant long term injuries, a couple have got the World Cup. I would be very surprised if individually they would react as what Tony's saying. But as you say, if you don't know what goes through through players' minds, it's for me to say as a supporter. I'm not just saying this from Everton, by the way. I think there'll be a lot of Premier League footballers with a few games to go thinking, ooh, World Cup, the last thing I want to be doing is throwing tackles in. My World Cup's over here. Yeah, I think I'd yeah. be thinking a lot of players. Yeah, it's an interesting one, but I just think these two 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 wins, I just feel a little bit Bit of a warm feeling, <laughs> even though we've got Man City and Liverpool at home, like you know, like the. Welcome to Gabby, should say. I get slagged off for being tough. They're positive, and they still get slagged off, you know. Well, it's very good. We've got just under, well, around five minutes before we're going to uh, draw stumps on this one today, and um, a couple of a couple of things. Maybe we won't have time for all of them, but um, Ronald Koeman returns to the dugout on Friday night when he takes charge of Netherlands against England. Uh, He's got a job on his hands. How do we feel he'll get on? I did a piece on Saturday, brought quite a lot of reaction. You know, I saw it by the way. I had to thank you. you. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah. I thought it was spot on. I get a lot of flack on social media because I just think Everton hit the pan up and far too early with Ronald Koeman. I think he did, which much proven that he didn't. What, what did he do since? That's a Gabon's way then. Couple of games, no record never changed. Got under, got now got Allardyce in. Have things changed? He just picked up better. Yeah. All he's done, one wrong human, just had obviously better opposition to play against. That's all it is. As but, but, but as home manager? No, as, as when Cumans record the first nine games of the season, when Allardyce has played them higher teams that Cumans played, the results haven't yeah. changed. The question did anybody, when Ronald. When was it? End of October, was it November? Can't remember. It was October. October. Yeah. Nine league games Everton have played. Lifetime, lifetime Nine games Everton have played into the season and they sacked the manager. Right, okay. Do you think if the new, dare I say, see if a new manager was to come in in the summer and after nine games. Well, we spoke, we spoke about that. I mean, yeah. There's got to be a. a it, it's just got to be a guy. I, I, I didn't. You, you, see, you see clubs, don't you? you see, going back to what you were saying there, talk about players' attitudes and stuff about the end of the season you see players when the manager's near the end of his career and sort of that and that, that it's a hackney phrase about not playing for the manager or whatever and, and morale was a phrase like that guy you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying is did anybody when Ronald went and he, 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 he yeah. don't when, when, take our mind back to doing a pod or in the gloomy days of October actually probably warmer what it is now to be fair yeah. is <laughs> Did anybody disagree think? I said, what, we've dropped a bit of a roll there, like, you know. Well, not when, you, not when you've won two out of nine, though. Of course not. My feeling... Sorry, and a couple of Euro, Europa League trials. Oh, yeah, no, my feeling was the decision was totally understandable at the time, because as I wrote in the piece, 
Although I, he, I don't think he lost the dressing room. As I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt he wasn't getting a response. And yeah. ultimately, as try hard as he might, things weren't changing. So I could totally understand that Farhad, and maybe to a lesser extent, Bill made the decision because certainly for Farhad, yeah. he's invested a lot of money in his football club and, and was like, crikey, this is not yeah. good. Perhaps on reflection, Farhad might now say, I now know I could, should maybe offer a more steady hand and just go, look, we're going to play through mm-hmm. it. And... Uh, because my point was, as I think Tony was trying to articulate, that Unzi and then Sam encountered the same problems. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, but did they? And I, this is the hindsight a great thing. Was Ron, did Ronald get the bullet on the assumption that they thought they'd get somebody permanent in who would do, like, say, I'll throw, like, just say yeah, silver, yeah. okay? Yeah. Maybe. That, 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 and it made sense. If they, if they had Sakum and and then, you know, if the decision being sacked, and we don't know what what's going to happen. After, but would you sack him? But we don't know what's going to happen. That you may have a caretaker, may have Sam mm-hmm. for like six months. Would do you want to sack him on that basis? They might turn around and say, well, actually, I'd rather keep Cumin and have yeah, that eventuality. Yeah. yeah. You know. So uh, I think yeah. there's two there's two yeah. aspects. Yeah, yeah. To, to that's why. That's my thing. Sacking him on the basis of getting a permanent manager, mm. yeah, totally yeah, agree. Yeah. Sacking him on the basis of well, like, didn't know what, well, yeah, eventually, obviously, because yeah. it was a mess. The mess. Yeah. No one knew what Unsworth was coming in, and he didn't know what they were going to be doing. Two, two, two scenarios yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the second one were actually Unzi and then being the Sam in short term, which keep queuing. You probably say, well, I'll probably book five my turn. I'm actually might be better keeping them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from the outside looking in now, if you were to ask a neutral football fan what they think of Everton. I think it's gone down in their estimations where oh, they just change the managers every so often now. And I didn't want, and that was my argument, I didn't want to be seen at that type of football yeah. club by just chopping and changing managers. It was, it was said to me, God, summer of 2016, from somebody who sort of deep inside football and stuff who said, I sense that Everton are going to be doing a bit of a Man City and they have that growing pain and they'll make quick decisions and, and but eventually they'll find what they're after yeah. but it might it may take time it to might know. take a bit of time and this is where I've said Phil I think I've done about a couple of weeks I just want to see a total change in the summer and we're, we'll, we'll talk about the managing in, in, yeah. in podcasts to come but I just want to see a new Everton where they say listen if it's not happening if it's not going right on the pitch just wait don't hit that panic button this player this manager wants his own players this is the way we're going to play this is the type of the players we're going to identify and this is sticking this is sticking whether we're going seven games unbeaten or lose I don't care it's staying and yet if we get till January February yeah hit the panic button then but not in October not after nine league games no you want to have final words? No, I agree with Tao for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I can't believe the painting service and the rolls. No, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe something's happened in the two weeks you've been off. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think Tao's right. I don't. I think whatever happens in the summer, and I don't want to say Sam's going to be here or not, but the next permanent manager has to be a permanent manager, and we shouldn't be like throwing the pan at button in excellent well we promised you'd rattle through we've uh, we've kept it short and sweet today hopefully we'll uh, reconvene uh, later in the week and, and discuss some of those issues further but uh, good luck to Ronald on Friday hope it all goes well for you and thank you very much for listening to the latest edition of the Royal Blue Podcast in association with Sport Pacer <laughs>